And we are back in your lives on this February 11th, 2021. Just Sean, Pat, and Nick. This episode, Kyle is out. He's got other things to do, but you still get the three of us. Uh, let me let me ask you guys a question. Do we think Carson Wentz – I'm going to get right into it today. Do we think Carson Wentz gets traded by the end of the week? Uh, he gets no. traded before the season starts. I don't know about the end of this week. <laughs> All right, because I was – I mean – I was hoping a deal was going to get done by the end of the week. It looked like it might be Chicago. It looked like it might be Indianapolis. Of those two destinations, where would you like him to go and why? Um, probably. Actually, you know what? I'd probably go with uh, Indianapolis and then we get Naeem Hines. Okay. All right. No, I, think I think he's the, really good. I think the Chicago one's a little bit more likely at the moment. But actually, before I get into this, the sports stuff, Nick, I wanted to talk to you about something. So I started that show on HBO Max, The Flight Attendant. Yeah. Yeah, I got one episode in, and I was like, what the hell is going on, dude? Because you watched it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. I like that. So you watched the entire first season? Yeah, I watched it. All right. The first, I'll have to admit, like the first episode is is very good. And for those of you guys who don't know, The Flight Attendant is uh, with Kaylee Cuoco, you know, from The Big Bang Theory. So Anything she's in, I'm watching the full thing. So You, you watch The Big Bang Theory? I've, I mean, when my parents would have it on TV, yeah. I'd watch it. I'm, but Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a sitcom guy. I've watched many Big Bang Theory episodes, dude. I, I don't mind that show. But yeah, I was getting into The Flight Attendant. I only got an episode in like like last week. And I, it was the first episode was nuts. But I'm, I'm not going to play spoiler. But. No, I watched uh, that true crime doc that came out on Netflix, uh, The Night Stalker. That shit was like jarring, man. That was unbelievable wait wait what, what night stalker on netflix right yeah true crime it's about this dude uh in like the mid eight like 84 85 and um a serial killer in la and like it's just crazy how much you could get away with back then like he probably caught like 30 bodies and then like had like 120 total victims because like he was like he was a pedophile too what the hell yeah it was it's fucked up man but it's it's like you're watching some messed up shows, man, because you're watching that. And then there's, there's good uh, the flight attendant thing. That's, that first episode was nuts. I mean, I'm sure there's some twists and turns in the, the rest of the season. But I'm not, I don't ever really watch like the crime shows or anything too much, but it seems like you do. So the, the flight attendant is a crime show? Well, I'll just say this. is like based, the first episode, there's a murder. Uh, that's well. At least it seems like there's a murder. I don't like. I said I only seen the one episode. Kaylee Cuoco has plenty of consensual uh, sex entanglement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they're flying, good yeah, job, Nick. Entanglements. Yeah. Shout out to. Uh, okay. What's her face? Will Smith's. Uh, you know, you everyone knows the entanglement meme. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that I'm gonna get into that show. I think that's my next show that I'm watching. But uh, what else do I have to say? I think that's all. I haven't really done anything new this week. Parker and I've been going to the gym. Same thing as normal. Got got a little tricep injury going on, Nick. I'm I've been pumping up too much weight. Look at Parker. Damn. He looks fucking yoked big, right there. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, he just he's gonna flex like that. And then Damn. I was I was putting up on a military press and like my tricep for some reason just like it like snapped. So it hasn't felt felt right in a few days. But I'm hoping like it's not too serious. But you know, that's what I get. That's what I get for pushing myself too hard. <laughs> uh okay, so let's get let's actually get into the sports. We were talking whence. Um I think he goes to Indianapolis. I, I guess that's like – I think that's probably his ideal landing spot, and I guess he has a little bit of leverage. But, uh, like, I almost want him to go to, like, the worst spot possible because I talked about, like, my list. I have, like, a list right now, and it's only it's only two athletes of just – actually, well, 
it might have room for three, but I have athletes that I just root for to lose. Since Markov Fultz is one and Aguilar is the other. And once this trade gets done, Wentz is going to be the, the chairman of this board of, you know, Philadelphia sports enemies. I want him to do bad wherever he goes, but I have this weird feeling that he's going to do well. And especially if he goes to Indianapolis. So I really don't want him to wait. I meant to say, I think he ends up in Chicago, but if he goes to Indianapolis, I think he's going to be very, very successful. And we'll see Chicago. I'm not too familiar. Like with, uh, like, you know, and did they, didn't someone just hired like DeFilippo? Was that Chicago? I don't think that he, I mean, like Chicago's offense is really not that much better than ours. They, they have, have Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah they, they Robinson. do have Allen Robinson. But and like David that's... Montgomery is is like he's not a good pass catcher like uh, Sanders, but he's he's good on the ground. They have and a my, good run game. My bet is that um, Ertz goes in the deal as well. I, I I think Ertz and him are a package deal. They're like best buddies. I think Ertz's contract is up. Yeah, Ert, no, no, no. He he'll get traded. He'll get traded. He's not. He's not. His contract's not up. No. I thought that's why he wanted the extension. Is this is his last year? I yeah, thought I'm pretty I, sure he's a free agent. Oh, is he a free agent? Okay. I I thought we were listening. I thought on the gym today, Pat, when we were coming home from the gym. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Every, I thought I mean, that he was. He you, was done. you guys might be right, but I I'm going off the the basis that in the gym today they said like Ertz would be part of a deal with Wentz. So they could be wrong, or or maybe uh, you guys are wrong. Who knows? But yeah, I think it's down to Indianapolis or. Or what's or what's it called? Uh, Chicago. I'm interested to see what New England does with what. What's up, Nick? Yeah. So he has a. There's a team option this year, so they can trade him. They can keep him, or they can cut him. Trade, keep, or cut. It's going to be cut or trade. They're not going to keep him. Um, yeah. So that's another seven million in dead cap, dude. Like. We're going to have traffic cones with jerseys on out there this year because we're not yeah, going to have any money. It's going to be a rough season, but Jalen Hurts is apparently taking some of the guys down to, like, Texas or something, uh, some of the receivers to practice, which is which is just another indicator that Carson <laughs> is one foot out the door already. I'm interested to see what New England does at quarterback because – I do not want Carson to go to New England. He's not going to. I, I don't think that they have, like, no salary room to get him, I think. Yeah, it's true. I don't, they wouldn't want to pay him that much. Anymore. Well, I guess he's only going to cost whoever he goes to like $24 million, so it's not really that bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't even, even think that uh, – I don't even think Belichick would want him. I think Belichick would take him if they had I think Belichick would love to have him. He's I weak-minded. Really, what's that, Pat? He's weak-minded. Yeah, that, that's true. But, like, I think Belichick has, like, would carve him to be, like, just a yes man almost. I think wherever he goes, he's going to be good. You think, yeah, I'm worried about that too, Nick. I'm Unless it's like the Broncos, because the Broncos just can't seem to work with anybody. But. Oh, he would love Denver. He can hunt, he can fish, he can do like all the mountain things. He would love to go to Denver, I bet. Yeah. I, I and he's mean, probably not much different, though. I mean, it's not like mountainous, but he can probably still do because he like had that duck genocide. Like they're not in yeah. the mountains. Yeah, I was <laughs> he say, could just like, find a ton of ducks to fucking slaughter. The duck genocide. <laughs> he, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, what does he do with those ducks? <laughs> yeah, ducks we. Ducks, God, God duck. knows what he does with those ducks, man. Who knows? <laughs> um, but let's see. He stuffs like, them all and puts them in his garage. It's all it's all crazy because it's only been a few years after the Super Bowl, albeit he he didn't play in the Super Bowl and he's only played like quarter and a playoff game in his whole career but with mentioning the super bowl we just got done watching the super bowl tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers have reigned supreme congratulations mr parker i'm glad you made it on this episode because you are the cellar dwellers playoff pick champions 
You are at ten, you got ten of the picks. Ten right. and two. Ten and two. Kyle and Nick were both uh, nine and three, and I was six and six. I blew it. Yeah, Nick. Nick. Nick was out in lead, and he he blew the lead. Parker. I I, I went zero for three starting in the conference championship weekend. What a yep. choke job! Yeah, that was a choke job. Nick. I really I had no like. I'm not lying. The first two weeks were very easy. Like I was like. I was like, there's not even a question. And then once you got to the conference championship, I really, I was like, this is a coin flip. I have no idea. So here's the thing to me. I got, in my first week, I ended up, I was 500 every week, except for the Super Bowl. I got that right. Um, I thought my first week picks, I was like, I'm, this is a perfect pick. Like, I feel very confident on my picks. Of course, it didn't work out. Second week, it was the same thing. I was like, okay, I'm good with my picks. Like, this is the week I come back. Same thing happened, won 500, and then so on and so forth. But, hey, listen, congrats to Pat. You, you are now the football expert on the Settler Dwellers podcast, man. Congratulations. Hopefully, you believe how bad Kansas City played? Yeah, but I do see. I wasn't that surprised. I wasn't surprised. I every week I was like thinking like the other team, the team that played Tampa Bay was the better team, except the Washington game. I thought the Saints were the better team, the Packers were the better team, and Kansas City. I mean, that's a gauntlet right there. Like, those are three MVP quarterbacks that they had to go up against with Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. And uh, I, every week I thought they were better, but I've, I'm on the record on this podcast of saying that I was never going to be surprised if they had if Tampa Bay hadn't made it to the Super Bowl and won it because, I mean, you got Tom Brady, the experience, and they had so much talent around them that I wasn't too surprised. Now, I did pick Tampa Bay last week because I was like, I'm done picking – against Tampa Bay because every week I ex- kind of expected them to lose and they, they never did. I went, I picked the Saints and I picked the Packers, I believe. So this time I went with the Bucks and Tom, man, you can't bet against Tom Brady, man. You really cannot bet against Tom Brady. That dude is just beating the crap out of father time. He's like 40, what is he, like 43 now? Something like that. And still winning a Super Bowl MVP. He's still like, it's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> So before we get into like the whole uh, Super Bowl parade that they had and that all we seen throwing the Lombardi Trophy, which was all funny to watch considering you know Tom in New England and the the regiment over there. Let's let's talk about some goats. All right, Tom's got seven now, seven rings. Jordan's got six. So in the modern era, is it like it's like unanimous that Jordan is like until you know you can throw LeBron in there too, but like Jordan, when you say the goat, it means Jordan. But now when you say go, do you have to start saying, hey, you mean Tom Brady or you mean Michael Jordan? What's your what's your guys' pick? I think it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, Parker, I think it's Tom Brady. Parker, how about you, man? Um Oh, he's thinking. I man. wanna say I wanna say it's still Jordan. All right. I mean um, yeah, you can go either way. It's like, I don't know. I guess I can't rank it that way. You know, I can. I can't because I think football is more of a team sport. Um, basketball is like pretty individual. Like you can it's have usually a like the top, the top have... two or three guys are the the reason they win. Right. You know? Yeah. Although Max Kellerman said on first take today that DeAndre Jordan is going to be like the most critical player to the Nets, which you know. Come on. Come yeah, on. I don't think so. Come on, Where did he come up with the, with that point? I have no clue. Other that, than to make Stephen A. pissed off. 
I love I do the, the best meme ever is when uh I'm not sure if you guys see the videos on TikTok, but they do the with the Martians got the death beam pointed at Earth. Who do you want? And it just pops up with Max Color. I want Iguadala, man. <laughs> that's like the I like, that's the best meme ever. But Nick, I'm right now, it could be a little oh, did you guys ever see the movie Game Over, man? No, well what well maybe I have. I, I it's think. like it's a Netflix movie with the workaholics guys and they like work oh yeah yeah in the hotel. You know, like um I'm pretty sure it's uh I forget which it's one of them it keeps taking like hitting Salvia in that and he like he'll like the one selling it to him. Like Adam Devine is selling it to Oh, it's not Blake. Who's the other one? It's Anders. Anders, yeah. So he's he's selling it to Anders, and Anders like t- hits it, and he's like bye bye, and like <laughs> just like crippled for like ten minutes. I like to think that Max Kellerman just hits Salvia like right before he goes on, and these like beings from another dimension just start telling him these wild takes, and then he just comes to, and then it just like go time, and he just starts rambling. Sometimes, like I've said this, some he gets a lot of like crap. I don't think he's that wrong all the time. Some of his takes are terrible. I mean, the Brady Cliff theory was wrong, and like. The Iguodala thing was wrong, and, and this take today with DeAndre Jordan being the most important player was wrong. But sometimes he makes a cogent argument. Sometimes. Um, where I was going with this, I just completely lost my train of thought. Of, oh, Nick, we were talking about Jordan and uh, Brady. I'm leaning towards Nick, agreeing with Nick right now, just because it might be a little bit of recency bias and things like that. Um, I mean, the dude's made 10 Super Bowls, won seven of them. And he probably has an argument like, if there weren't, I think the Eagles won that. Of course, fair and square. He he lost someone fair and square. I don't. I don't think that he has won seven them seven of them though. I mean, yeah, there's like I know the one of them was like a the Kostowski or whatever had helped him. Yeah. Lot. And uh, but listen, I'm just saying he has seven rings. I thought the Eagles when he lost fair and square, but you can argue that like he had five Giants yards. The Giants one like were some crazy catches. Like the there's uh what are, you know the catch off the helmet. Yeah. Probably should have won that one and that would have been a perfect 17 or no, 16 and 0, 19 and 0 season. It would have been 19 and 0. So I mean, but of course that's not how it happened. But any, anyway, um I'm leaning towards Nick right now. Nick right now cuz Tom Brady's career just broken down into like thirds. Have, have you seen that graphic where they have like each however many years yeah. and it's like an MVP career in each of the thirds of his career, which is nuts. And, you know, he has a good story. He had to earn his way on. And then of course now he's to go. And we've just like, we've never seen anything like this. Like we've never seen somebody go to like their second team. And then instead of just kind of wasting away, like turning a losing team, they were seven and nine and then win a Super Bowl in their first year at 43. Like that's, I agree with like Parker, like the early ones, it was probably more like more Belichick and like the defense and the team. And like Guskowski said in the one was really good. Mm. Um, but just like being able to do it that long to me is like the, the most impressive thing. Cause like if Jordan would have come back, like, it would be tougher for me to say Brady. That's true. Yeah, like if Jordan, like on the Wizards, would have like been real, like dominant. And, and and Jordan took some years off, you know. So like, if he would have played those years through, who knows how many rings he would have and how many. Yeah, more. and if they don't break up the Bulls after that year, they might win eight straight or not eight straight, but like right. you eight, know, eight rings, eight yeah. total. I, I know what you're saying, and um, yeah, it's, but you know, we can't rewrite history. Um, but it seems like people have kind of forgotten, like. 
I mean, I know the deflate gate thing was a big meme and like some people were really critical of it. Other people were like, who cares? And then of course, video gate in the Eagles first Super Bowl where they got like their draft picks taken, I believe. And uh, or think for things like that, like people seem to forget that part of Tom Brady, even with all that, I'm still going to give him the goat status right now because Tampa, Tampa Tom, I found him to be very likable. I've, I'm very much enjoying Tampa Tom rather than New England Tom. I thought New England Tom was easy to hate. And then last year, when his last season, when it seemed like he had a foot out the door, I was starting to like, like, feel more like open to like accepting Tom Brady as like a really like almost almost a goat, and or at least a goat in NFL quarterback conversation. And now this year, I just couldn't. I was like Tom Brady's the goat. Especially after the Super Bowl, I couldn't deny it. He was the GOAT. And it's only because it's Tampa Tom. I feel like if it was still New England Tom, I'd, I wouldn't give it to him. But, the, the, you know, going to a new team. The GOAT, the goat of all of, of GOATs or the GOAT of football? Uh, the GOAT, definitely the GOAT of football. He's definitely, yeah, he was, he was already that. I think you got to separate, like, Jordan and them, too, from, like, individual sports. Like, it has to be, like, the GOAT of team sports. Because, like, Michael Phelps and, like, Usain Bolt are on, like, oh, a diff- yeah. like, it's, like, a different thing. You can't even compare them, like, what they do to Tom and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Team sports and individual sports different. I mean, you had to throw Michael Phelps in there, of course, yeah, if you're talking about goats, because that, that dude, I, was, I love watching Michael Phelps. Dude. That, that was sick. Yeah, that was cool as shit. There's nothing cooler than watching a dude dominate, like, track and field or swimming or, like, something like that. Like, when you just see Usain Bolt, like – just is that much faster than like the uh, other seven fastest people in the world. It's insane. Well, Nick, Cause you're a hockey guy, right? You're a hockey guy, obviously. And so is Pat. And I think I've already talked to this about uh, with Pat off the pot. Are you a winter Olympics or summer Olympics guy? Um, oh, That's tough. I mean, I really like the hockey in the winter. I really like the hockey because yeah, it's it's not like the all-star game. They don't have the all-star game on years. And they let the, like when, I mean, the last Olympics NHL guys didn't go, I still liked it. But when the NHL guys go, like that's unbelievable hockey. So like that alone just makes me like the winter Olympics more. But I mean, I just love the Olympics. I, I watch yeah. this winter and summer Olympics religiously when they're on. I'll watch anything. See, I don't I'm a, care. I'm a, I don't like, I watch the winter ones too, like the snowboarding, the, the skiing and the hockey and the, uh, Matt, our friend John Maxey, one time he said like he bobsledding. I've never really watched a bobsledding. Oh, I'll watch that, dude. Have you ever seen the Jamaican bobsled team video? No, I've never seen it. Oh my god, dude! It's it's so great. It's so great. Those guys are awesome. You gotta watch it. But I'm a uh, I'm a summer guy. I'm a summer. I'm the, the basketball. I love watching USA dominate. Like when you get because those guys on USA. How big is the roster? We'll say 15 people. Maybe maybe it's a little less. Get the top. 10 to 15 basketball players in the world and just put them all on the same team with the best head coaches in the world. And it's not even close. It's not even close. And you get guys like Ben Simmons in Australia has some good teammates. Matisse is on Australia's team too. I saw that. Yeah. Matisse and Ben are an Australian. Argentina has, has had some good teams and Spain has had some good teams, but as far as talent, USA is unbeatable, man. They're, they're unbeatable. So imagine having a lineup like Steph, Harden, KD, LeBron and like Anthony Davis. And then you just like go, go nuts, go nuts. They don't even have to play defense if they didn't want to, because they'd score every single possession. Yeah. Cause you know, of course uh, like Giannis and stuff plays for Greece and stuff. So it's not like the top 15 players, but it's the best pretty team. Much. Yeah, pretty much. It's like crazy. We'll never see Joel play in the Olympics or anything like that. Yeah. I wonder if he could like, so, cause that don't like some people like somehow figure out a way to play for another country. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I you can do that somehow. 
Yeah, that's um, like what Matisse is doing, kind of. Like, yeah, he's, he, like he's he has visas. To, like he's a, a citizen of Australia and the U.S. How? Because he lived there when he was a kid. Yeah, there's a way I oh. think we can figure out. Like, I, I think he lived there from when he was like four till he was twelve in Australia. Exactly. So you get like a visa, and then his, like, he can play for Australia, but he can never play for a U.S. team. I mean, he'll never play for the U.S. Yeah, team. Exactly. So he so should just go play for Australia. Yeah, exactly. So like, it works for somebody like him. But you get you get the basketball, then you get the swimming, and of course, we grew up on like Phelps, and just watching him dominate was awesome. And then Usain Bolt on the track, which that was. Like you said, Nick, just watching him like be that much faster than all the other sprinters. When he lets up and starts like taunting them with like, yeah, ten meters left, like a tenth of the race, and they still can't even come close, and he breaks world record. It's so cool. Can you imagine like being? I could never imagine being that fast. But the thing is, when I run, I think I look like I feel I'm that fast. I feel like I'm going like elite bolt bolt status. And then like on the rare times, like I'm filmed running, you say like, not that I film myself running, but you've seen yourself run before. Right. Obviously everyone has. And then you're like, is that what I look like when I run? Like, Oh my God, that's like, this terrible looking, what's that form? And Oh, Oh, terrible. But in my mind, I'm Usain Bolt. I used to hate seeing myself skate. Like when you have to watch film for hockey. Oh yeah, see oh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like at a basketball game, like you get film awful. or something, and you watch or something. You're like, is that what I look like out in the court? Because I feel like LeBron, but I look yeah. like I, I look terrible. You look so much slower than you think you are. It's not even yeah. slower. Like I just thought I looked like I knew what I was doing, and then I would look at like m- my stride, and I was like, oh my god, it looks like I've never even watched this sport before. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shame. Like because every when you're a kid, at least for me, like I thought I was a really good athlete as a kid. Because, you know, most kids, like, they're the same. You're pretty much like the same. Not, there's not many kids that are too much athletic when you're really, really young. Yeah. And then you still hit, like, middle school and high school, and you're like, oh, man, I'm not as athletic as these kids. And then it just goes downhill from there. But I didn't have that. What, what do you mean you didn't have that? I was just still the best. Yeah. I mean, some no, are, some I'm are, kidding. some I'm are. Kidding. And I mean, I was still really I good. Say, I remember you saying you're on the, like the podcast, how Parker could skate like insanely fast. Yeah, no, Parker was really good at hockey. Um, I wasn't that good. I wasn't really good at hockey, but I was, there still was like level. There's like levels to fast. Yeah. Parker, you were fast as a kid. Dude. I was fast, but then like there was another level on top of that, which is, it would just blow me away. Yeah. yeah, but I remember Parker. And we played with those same kids. So, like, I was probably, like, faster on the faster side. So, like. But, but junior, not. senior year, you were fast. We, we didn't play with that many, like, great players then. Yeah. Freshman, sophomore year, it was tough because, like, we were also way younger. Like, it was juniors and seniors who were way better than any juniors and seniors we played when we were that age. Yeah, and they were definitely faster. But they Parker, were unreal. They would just skate around us. Yeah. Parker, they, even as a super young kid, like, we were in, like, elementary school. Parker was running laps around people, too. On like when we had like track, he was so much yeah. faster than everybody. <laughs> it wasn't even close. He was the fastest. No, that's just because I was a psycho. Like, yeah, I would just make myself do that because I enjoyed like lapping people. Yeah, you were, but you were much faster than everyone else. You were like a gazelle out there with like maybe like a bunch of like, I don't know. Like, like gazelle. Yeah, yeah. He, he was fast, but he was fast. Parker's still probably fast. But oh yeah, okay. I forget completely. Forget how we go. Oh, we we're talking the Olympics. We we're talking about the Olympics. I always forget like how we get off on these little this sidetrack things. But uh, what do you guys think of like the actual Super Bowl? Back to the Super Bowl. 
we'll be all over the place today because we're just kind of going off the cusp today. Um, what did you guys think of the actual Super Bowl? Did you guys enjoy it? I know like some of our friends thought it was boring and uh, other things like that. I was rooting for the Bucks, So I, for one, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. I enjoyed it a ton. Uh, how crazy that Patrick Mahomes didn't score a touchdown. Shout out to Todd Bowles. You know, didn't even give Pat Mahomes a touchdown. Stephen A. Smith had been saying how if Patrick Mahomes is great, but he looks even better because he has so many crazy weapons around him and, and things like that. And he got a lot of crap for that, you know, on Twitter and things like that. But after the Super Bowl, he might have a case because when you got pressure in his face, his receivers are dropping passes. I don't know, man. He, he still had more yards than Brady, and he hit he hit like five guys for like – there's a couple like 30 yard passes, but they just hit him in the hands. Oh, I know. Or in the mask. No, yeah. I, I know. I'm, I'm not, I'm still think Mahomes is great. But I'm saying like, because everyone thinks what he touches turns to gold. And like Tampa Bay showed a way that you could beat Kansas City. Well, I think it also is different if they have their starting tackles. That was yeah. a, that was it. Like, I think that's, that's what like, changed yeah, Mahomes the entire ran, game. Mahomes yeah, I don't think that's, I think that's like a, th- a three point game or less if there's, ta- if like the, he has his tackles. And Mahomes ran like 497 yards right before he, before threw, he threw the ball. Yeah. That's nuts. And you have to think there's a few, the interception was a, a big play um, where they got called back, Matthew's interception, because then yeah. they ended up scoring off of that. Yeah. And then the, um, that ball was uncatchable. In the moment, I thought you know I was I was giving yeah. the, uh, I was giving the Bucks a lot of benefit of the doubt or the rest I should say because I, like I said I was rooting for the Bucks. Looking back on it objectively, the ball was uncatchable, so that shouldn't have been a penalty either, and that changes the entire game. Changes the entire game. Uh, so, you know, like I said, I mean, you can't. You can't yeah, I mean, it was uncatchable, but like. I think it's kind of hard to not call that because, like, what if he could cut over and jump? that pass that's like he kind of got blocked that was my argument that. too that was my argument too like he may have had a chance at the ball but yeah i had more of an issue with the uh one the holding call on the interception that took the interception away yeah yeah because it was, was like the whole i didn't see a hold like i saw his hands were on him i didn't see him grab nah. and the throw was out before like the uh, apparent holding happened so like it didn't really affect the play it yeah, wasn't neither, like that was the receiver he threw to. Yeah, so that no. one that one bothered me. But the one that was uncatchable, I thought with Parker, like what you guys both said, it looked like if, if he if that didn't happen, he probably would it would have looked more catchable because he yeah. he he was taken like right off his route. Right. Parker and I were we watched together. We absolutely destroyed a bunch of Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> destroyed. Oh my them. god! The next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next day was rough. Next day. Was my rough. mom made wings, dude. Oh, we you they know were we had fire. To- you know we had to go. I went with the blue cheese. Parker went. Parker went with ranch. Uh, oh, it's blue oh, cheese or ranch or, or I'm, I'm blue, blue cheese. cheese or yeah, you ever see a thing with uh, Joey Diaz? Yeah, of course you've seen it. You see, but there's a specific rant about Joey Diaz and the and the ranch. It gets me going every time, dude. It's hilarious. But um, yeah. So we had like a bunch of wings and Mike and Ikes, like just handfuls of Mike and Ikes. <laughs> <laughs> you could like suspect that wasn't you guys seven yeah we were la- uh, the super bowl night but oh well, of course we had some beer as well you know we had to be a little bit mature <laughs> you guys um, were ripping cokes like just no, no. Caffeine, <laughs> caffeine and sugar baby yeah but um yeah we, we were bouncing off the walls we watched <laughs> together and uh we thought the holding the interception we thought that we live we're like that's a bad call they shouldn't they shouldn't have taken that one back so but whatever i keep saying it can't rewrite history um it is what it is. I thought it was a good Super Bowl. What do you guys think of the halftime performance? I was a 
big thumbs down. I thought that was terrible. I thought it sucked. I mean, I liked the weekend, so I just I liked it, but it was definitely weird. Yeah, at the, apparently like, there's a whole story behind it and like an evolution of like he was wearing that weird face mask and and, and like he's getting I saw something weird about him, man, but I was not a fan. I liked the weekend. You're probably a bigger fan of the weekend than I am, but I didn't like the performance. I was team Shakira and team JLo. That was the that was like every of course everyone loved that's oh, at least last year it seemed like everyone loved that. That's Super- a top ten Super Bowl. That's yeah. a top uh, halftime show. Top I want Creed two. to come back and do it. Top two and eight, number two, Parker. <laughs> who do you want? Who do you want there? Creed. You remember when Creed? I don't even know if it was Super Bowl halftime show, but they did a halftime show, in, uh, <laughs> and they they did that song like "Can You Take oh. Me Higher." Oh, what was that? That was like a. It was a Cowboys game. Yeah, they're in the Cowboys. I want them to do the Super Bowl. I think it was Thanksgiving. Show. The yeah, Thanksgiving they did. game. They did the Cowboys. Show on Thanksgiving in Dallas. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. just so funny. Or Nickelback. I'd like Nickelback to do it and just play oh, Rockstar three times. Can you imagine doing times. like Rockstar rock and Nickelback <laughs> at the halftime show? Oh, yeah. my God. I'm surprised they haven't had like Post Malone do it yet. He'll be yeah, next. I could see him doing like a Dallas one because he's a Dallas guy. So... Yeah, I just feel like he can because they could have him like to satisfy like the old grumpy people like, oh, here, play a Nirvana song on your acoustic. So then they don't bitch about you. And then like he does all of his normal shit and like he could have something for everybody. I had the Snapchat memories up the other. uh, Maybe I saw a Snapchat memory, Parker, when we went to the Post Malone concert when we won. Have I told this story in the podcast before, Nick? I think I've told you it. You've told me. I don't know if you told on the podcast. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll say on the podcast. We were at the bar. And they're doing a giveaway of post Malone concert tickets. Everything worked out in our favor. Parker showed up late to the bar because he was doing work. And it was like the middle of the day after a career fair. So nobody was there. And I was like, wow, I might actually have a real chance of these post Malone tickets. Get Parker to come. His one assignment gets canceled so he can actually stay at the bar because you had to be at the bar to win the tickets. We win the tickets. We go down. We're in the absolute top row of the stadium. Terrible, terrible seats. We go down because we meet these kids on the subway. We go down to where those kids were, which was like middle section. Very nice kids. They saved the seats and everything. And then we got down even further. We were front row, Post Malone concert. It's the craziest experience of my life. I touched Post Malone and everything. The dude, he smelled terrible. He had just been performing. I, I dapped him up. It was one of the craziest sights of my life, man. You remember that, Parker? I do remember. Right. Um the security at the Wells Fargo Center is non-existent. <laughs> oh, they were existent, brother. They were existent. Well, maybe if you try to like go and touch Post Malone, but yeah, that, other than that, you can get to pretty much anywhere you want. <laughs> yeah, I kept trying because remember Nick, we went to Nashville like a couple weeks later, and he was performing. Do with that information what you will, but he was going to Nashville, and I was trying to get him to party with us on spring break. So I tried to get talk to Post Malone, and security security gave me a hard time. But listen, <laughs> it was nothing nothing terrible, you know. It was just just a college kid trying to have some fun with post Malone. But anyway, fellas off of football, we'll have to figure out a new thing for buy or sell because we don't have any like weekly games to bet on. We'll figure out maybe some NBA bets or hockey bets or just some maybe bets of the week that you guys like, but let's actually just talk basketball right now. I put up a Twitter poll and I put it on my main account instead of the seller dwellers account, just to gain some traction, um, not traction, but just get it, go out to a wider audience. If you don't follow us, follow us at sell dwell pod on Twitter. We post updates. We post our links to the show every week. So give us a follow there, but I posted it on my main account and I put four players. Okay. And I categorized them player a B C and D. So it was a mystery. 
I put their stats up there and I wanted to see if people, whose people NBA, NBA MVP would be just by looking at the stats. Okay. So I'll, I'll read them to you. It's going to be a ton of numbers. So just hang, bear with me for a second. Player A is 25.1 points a game, 7.7 assists, 7.8 rebounds. Um, you know, now I'm thinking about this, it's going to be way too many numbers and it's just going That's to be- LeBron. That was LeBron. Yeah, it was LeBron. You, you want think to I don't know LeBron's numbers? I know LeBron's numbers. Let's okay. see if I can guess them. Okay, all right. I don't even watch that much NBA, but I'll try right. to guess. We got the first one. Player B is 30.8 points per game, 5.2 assists, 7.5 rebounds, 53.3% shooting, 1.4 blocks, 0.8 steals. Kevin Durant. Now, KD. Did you okay. know these? Yeah, do you know? Oh, no, he might he might know them. I think he might know them. No, I really – I like, LeBron's numbers are so obvious. That's clearly oh. LeBron. And then once you said the, the guy was averaging more blocks and steals and 50% from three and 30 well, points. not from three, field goal, field goal. Field goal? Okay, well, I thought it was from three. That's why I said Kevin Durant. I almost said Steph Curry, but if it was more steals and blocks, I would have said Steph. Okay. Player C, 29.1 points per game, 2.7 assists, 10.8 rebounds, 55.9% shooting. That's Joel. Well. Okay, Nick's getting all these. 26.1 points per game for player D, 8.4 assists, 11.7 rebounds, 56.6% shooting, 0.6 blocks, 1.7 steals. There's maybe two guys in the NBA this could be. Yeah, there's maybe two, but I think Nick knows. Giannis? No, not Giannis. Nah, close. Jokic. 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 Yeah, I was oh. going to say Giannis and Jokic. Jokic. And I almost I'm said gonna... Steph. And unless until Parker said there's two guys, I was going to be like, that's Steph. Curry. And I'm, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw all these up on Twitter while I'm while we're uh, you know if I if I post this clip, I'm definitely going to post a graphic of all the numbers, and then I'm maybe you know I'll throw this this clip in there with it. But so here's the results of the poll: LeBron, player A, nine percent of the vote. Out of 22 total votes, player B, 27% of the vote. That was Kevin Durant. Player C and player D, Giannis and Joel, or excuse me, Joel and Jokic, respectively, equal 32%. So right now, according to Twitter, according to my 22% uh, survey, 22-person size survey, Jokic and Embiid for MVP right now. Two centers. In a guard-driven league, gentlemen, two centers are the front runners for MVP. Now, of course, I was because if you put like LeBron, KD, Embiid, Jokic, all of my account one of the the official but, voting has a LeBron ahead though, right? Of Embiid, that's All Star voting. Oh, okay. That's the All Star voting. Yeah, and the MVPs uh, right now. I can go on BasketballReference.com. They do a uh, they do a tracker of like who they who the uh, front runner is. Um, and I think it was Jokic when I last check MVP tracker. Basketball. I mean, those numbers are crazy from Jokic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really were. They were so read them again 26.1 points, 8.4 assists, 11.7 rebounds, 56.6% shooting, 0.6 blocks, and 1.7 steals. Yeah, Jokic is still, according to basketballreference.com, still the front runner for Titty Boy. Titty Boy is front runner. Yeah, front runner for uh, <laughs> MVP right now. Then it's Embiid. Then it's LeBron at three now, and Giannis is at four. And then you get Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Dame Lillard, Rudy Gobert, Paul George, Chris Milton, Kevin Durant has fallen out of the top ten of the MVP conversation. <laughs> I guess I mean he hasn't played because of COVID and stuff. So anyway, 
I thought that was an interesting topic. Out of those guys, though, who would you guys go MVP right now? Take the bias out of it. If you look at the Denver's record, it's not as nice. The Sixers are at top of the East right now, and Denver's not at the top of the West. So I'm going to lean and bead for now. And that's try- I'm trying to take my bias out of it. Jan- I think Jokic has the much better stats. I mean, those stats like I read were crazy, but his team's not winning as much as the Sixers. I'll go and bead 1A. Jokic is 1B right now. I think I'd go and bead 1 LeBron too. And you don't just have because like four guys. If you think Steph or someone's in there, throw them in there. But I just, I'm just like talking about like most valuable player, I think that well, I mean, the Sixers for sure can't win without Embiid. Oh That's a fact. No no chance. That's um hard. and I think the Lakers are a lot worse without LeBron. Yeah, for sure. If you so you're going off the term value because you know Yeah, I think that the the Nuggets team is actually not that bad without Jokic. See, because a lot of people they go, they go. You, it's usually MVP is usually given to the best player on the best team. Like it was Giannis the past two years, right? Mm-hmm. Best player on the best team uh, of the regular season. But if you're actually going about value, when you take Joel out of the game for the Sixers, and we've seen it. All I mean, most of our audience has seen it. They're terrible. They're terrible. Those Joel Embiid minutes, even when he's when he's playing, but he's not in the game. He's on the bench, and it's like. Just Ben Simmons, the offense looks terrible. He and is, the defense gets worse. And the defense, right. He's so important to this team, valuable. It's unreal. So if you're going up value, it's, yeah, LeBron. I mean, that dude should have a million MVPs or Embiid this year. But on terms of stats, I'm going Embiid or Jokic. If you're going off best player on the, the best team, right now I think it's Embiid. And, uh, yeah, that's my pick. Nick, what do, what do you think? Um, well, I think, in my opinion, personally, I, I would vote for Embiid because of what you guys just said. But I think at the end of the year, if it comes down, the top three are LeBron, Embiid, and Jokic. I think that they'll finally give one to LeBron because I think yeah. that the people who vote on it would rather give it to LeBron, LeBron than a center. Yeah, I mean, that would be crazy if it like somehow went to a center. Like, yeah, I, like that would be awesome. But I, I would, I think this would be the year they were like, all right, let's give it to LeBron. I saw that <laughs> everybody's been saying he should have won it last year. So I thought he should have had it last year. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I'm a LeBron stan. So. Yeah, I'm totally LeBron stan. I'll root for LeBron in every series except a Sixers series. Yep. Okay. That's all I really want to talk about with the NBA this week. I mean, Sixers, they, Played a couple times. The same old stories. They look great when Embiid's on the floor. When he's not on the floor, look terrible. I think we got. I think we played Portland tonight or at a West Coast road trip. We just got like to ten like o'clock. Sacramento. Yeah, I think we got a late game for the Sixers tonight. Um, I will not Fire. be watching that. I'll be on Call of Duty, Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Parker is still <laughs> dropping Nick. ten kills. This dude on Call of Duty is a nut. He's cracked. He's cracked. Cracked, he's cracked at Warzone, my guy. He is cracked at Warzone, my guy. He, <laughs> like, I kid you not, because usually almost every night Parker plays and then me and Gallagher play. At one point last night, Parker had nine kills with like thousand, like maybe two and a half, three thousand damage. Gallagher and I were chilling, zero kills, a hundred damage each, maybe. This just <laughs> carries us. But the problem is when we play with them, we're in these insane lobbies. 
we can't get we can't like you did you see the clip he posted on twitter yeah. when he, it was me and him playing he shot this dude right out of a helicopter mid-air. <laughs> that was my greatest clip of all time he just sniped him right out of the helicopter i was like what this guy's on god mode man he's on x games mode oh my god he's on x games mode <laughs> he's on x games mode but yeah so we can't i think not, not really much we can talk about the sixers uh flyers been getting postponed are we gonna have a problem with the like like hockey finishing their season. It seems like a lot of hockey games. Yeah. It's going, man. Uh, I think it's going to be like, um, probably like the MLB and, um, probably like the MLB. Like you remember at the beginning of the MLB season, there's a MLB lot of people getting, getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to like tighten up on some stuff and be like, you can't, cause like these players are just not listening to the rules. <laughs> they're, just, they're all just going out and like hanging out with each other and stuff. I feel like hockey players do not care. Like they're probably, like, they're so used to it. You know, like they're always out there. Yeah. The time they're like, they're fun guys. Hockey guys are fun guys. Yeah. So they probably just want to go out and have their fun. So I, I get it. But like, yeah, I think, if anything, like the good thing, the good thing about it is, is uh, even if they do have to like pause the season, at some point they'll be able to vaccinate them. Like if, like they'll be able to vaccinate enough of them to where it's like, all right, we can just play and not really have to worry about it. Like even if that's at the end of March or April, like eventually we'll have like all the people who should get it first vaccinated, and then it's like, all right. Who are we giving it to next? And I'm sure the leagues will have the their yeah. money extended. Oh yeah, to get those. And plus, like if you think about it, to vaccinate the NHL, it's like two thousand. It's two thousand guys probably at most. So yeah. it's definitely it's like, harder to vaccinate like NFL team. That's what I was saying. Like you could never yeah. do an NFL bubble because there's just so many people that you know on the team. But yeah, so. Yeah, like I'm not too worried about them. I I am kind of worried that they might have to pause, but they just uh, they came out with like refined uh, protocol for like being around the rink and at the hotel and stuff like that. Um, so hopefully that that works. And yeah, they just added two more guys today. They added Voracek and Frost to the list. Now, so. are we getting worried about Carter Hart? Because I mean, not 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 so much Carter Hart, but like the Flyers' defense. It's starting to get worried about him a little bit just because like I know their defense is bad, but Elliot seems to figure it out and Hart is not. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. You guys, I've watched, I think I've watched a good bit of the flyers this season. I'm sure you guys have watched more when I'm, when I'm watching from this year to last year, it seems like Carter Hart's having to make a lot more saves as well. Like they're putting them in bad spots. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like how the playoffs was. Okay. Like they're they're just letting them like they're letting the um these teams just get a bunch of shots on them. That's what but, I mean. Uh, that seems to be like the new norm for the Flyers because I think it also looks that way because you look at the shots. It's like the other teams out shooting them by a lot. But I think the way the Flyers play offense is like they don't shoot unless they know they have a good shot for the most part. Yeah, and like we're still scoring like, a lot of goals. Yeah. So like it kind of looks a little bit worse than it actually is because you see the numbers and like we have like 20 shots. The other team has like 35 or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I I think there's been a couple of games too. Like that game against the Bruins, he played unbelievable where Pasternak had the hat trick and then they won in overtime. He still on his head, the three goals that Pasternak scored, like he couldn't have done anything about it. The first shift of the game, like Proveroff, it deflected off him, went in. The other one was just backdoor, like nobody was on Pasternak. He he's not missing from there. And then the other one was like it took four hops and he batted it out of the air. There's nothing you can do. 
And like that, those like that game hurts his numbers and makes it look bad. But I think he played well. Uh, I don't think he played well against the Caps. But at the same time, like I'm not worried because when the Caps won the Stanley Cup, Braden Holpe wasn't even their starter. And like when they went into the playoffs, they started Grubauer the first three games of their postseason run. So like a lot, there's been a lot of good goalies that have played, like had stretches where they didn't play great. And all you need them to do is get hot at the right time. And I think like he'll eventually have a stretch where it's just like you're not scoring more than one on them. You know, I hope so man, I hope so. Yeah. But I am a little worried about the D. There are some whispers that uh, Maddie Niskanen might be coming back towards the end of the year. So oh, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be most excellent. You um, start taking these championships from Tampa Bay, man. They've been calling them Tampa Bay. They had, you know, they had uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and now they got the Buccaneers that just won, and uh, the Rays were in it. The Rays were in it as well, right? So like they're they're taking every championship. So. Share some love, Tampa Bay, man. Bring some championships to Philly, hopefully, with Sixers or their Flyers. I don't see the Phillies or Eagles bringing one anytime soon, but the other two teams, perhaps. So it was also just uh, like it's you would have liked to see them probably bring another defenseman in because they ended up getting Gustafson, but there wasn't that many defensemen available for cheap. Like, especially like when Niskanen retired. A lot like the guys that you could have maybe went after were already like re-signed or whatever, um, and the cap was flat. So it's a, it was just like a, it's a weird year, and it wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if their defense is still shaky and they can't find someone to like six guys to step up. Like it wouldn't surprise me if they made a move before the deadline. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. that that like Pat said, it looks like the playoffs from last year, and we don't want to we don't want to we all predict a, at least a late playoff exit or a, or a Stanley Cup run. Um, so, I mean, you got to shape the defense up for that. So who knows? I don't know how anything else to add, but before we wrap or move on to the next segment, guys, um, I want to talk to you guys about the, per, the, uh, Manscaped who always supports the podcasts. Um, you can go on their website right now. That was a rough start to this ad read. Go to that pot, go to the website right now, manscaped.com. Use our code seller dwellers, all caps, no space, gets you 20% off plus free shipping on all your orders. We recommend getting their perfect package 3.0 where you can find the lawnmower 3.0, their new redesigned electric trimmer that eliminates nicks and cuts. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, an LED light, a nice charging stand to show off that mower. It's a top of the line manscaping tool okay you guys are going to use it get our code seller dwellers all caps no space 20 percent off plus free shipping thank you to manscaped for the support guys i don't have too much to talk about for the rest of the show i know there's a big ufc card this weekend kamara uzman is fighting gilbert burns for the welterweight title i know macy barber is fighting on that card as well um there's some other pretty big names on that card but i haven't given it a quite a quite the look that i should i've been a little bit busy lately I know you guys aren't big Kamaru Usman fans because we watched him fight Street Jesus George Masvidal. The foot stomper. Yeah, he, Pat didn't like the foot stomps. Pat did not like the foot stomps, but he's fighting again this weekend. So maybe if something crazy during that UFC card happens, we can talk about that next week. I think a when steel gets done. I do. I think in the next week, I'm gonna, I am gonna. wouldn't bet my whole like life savings on it, but I have a feeling that Wentz is going to be gone by the time we record our next episode. I think next week, yeah, because – it was supposed to, like Adam Schefter and all those people were like, it's definitely happening this week, right? And didn't happen. It probably won't happen tomorrow. Listen, before we wrap up the show, I know they're asking a lot for him because there's been a, like you, they saw what uh, you know Stafford went for and, and things of that nature. Are the Eagles asking too much for him? Yeah, yeah, probably. 
Probably. probably. They probably. Yeah. I mean, you can't not. <laughs> you don't have any, like, you're going to eat a bunch of dead cap if you give them up. So, like, just yeah. keep, just hold them until somebody gets desperate. Like, the yeah. worst that could happen is they have them under contract and then somebody gets hurt next year and a team trades for them. Right. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I would be in no rush if I'm the Eagles. Like, I have a feeling no what happened was, like, the Eagles were like, all right, uh, Bears, Colts. Let's get a first and, and a player for him, and maybe a second. They're like, all right, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> they're like, wait, wait, wait. Let's I, get I let's he, get two I, first, and then I, they're like, no, I, no, not I, happening. I thought he was gonna. Now he's like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> Dude, did you see Montgomery uh, uh, on the Bears tweeted like, really loved all my time and the people I met in Chicago. But he had it in like past tense, and he tweeted it, and I was like, wait, is this deal getting done right now for Montgomery? But it didn't. Maybe. Yeah, it could happen. Anyway, that's all I really want to talk about this week. Totally off the cusp episode. We had no structure to this, but listen, we always got to provide the content. All right, gang? So good work, as always. It was fun talking to you guys. Uh, we should have an episode next week, hopefully with a Wednesday or something like that. And, uh, yeah, oh, another news. Diddy Gregorius resigned with the Phillies. We'll maybe talk about that next week when we have Kyle to go back and forth with Nick on that. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. As always, peace out.